Hey ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Realty Coach. I am so excited to actually introduce to you the Meet the Coach. Um, so in this segment, we actually just got done talking about the journey of the buyer's journey um, from the beginning of the process to what it's going to look like on the way out. And you know, part of the thing is we just talked about this in the green room a little bit. We said, hey, you know, how many things that we learn when we took our real estate license? We had a 75-hour course, talked about all the different things we're going to do. And then they gave you a coffee cup and a pencil, and they said, here, go help somebody in the office. And we're here in Todd's office here in Margate. Um, we're on, on Bentner. And I mean, Todd, all the stuff you learned when you got your license, and you showed up, and you, your mom said, here, go work with this person. How much of the 75 hours did you use versus just pure common sense of having a conversation with somebody? I used none of the stuff I learned in class and on the exam. It was all just learning it on the go and being in the action. Being in the action. So, like, tell us. You know, we're, we talked about this a little bit in, in our, you know, in our training. Um, we talked about the, the, the journey of becoming a successful borrower. Um, and, you know, what do you, if I came into your office and I said, hey, I'm looking to buy a beach house or I'm looking to buy my primary residence, where does that start? It's a great question. So I love to just have people come in. We kind of sit down, very relaxed, and just say, what's your expectations? What's your goals? When are you looking to buy? What do you think you're looking to spend? And if you have an idea, it's always better to get qualified on a mortgage. That way we're not looking out, just pretending we can buy a house. We know what we right. can spend and afford taxes, insurance, maintenance, upkeep. And we sit down and how far the beach you want to be, whether or not your primary or second home, you need a backyard, any other needs that's going to make it for the person who's buying, whether or not right. you need a first floor bedroom. So we talk about what their ideal house will be, and then I kind of set some expectations that I can't find them the perfect house, but it's going to be a give and take, and we have to see when they want to be in the house and how much time I have, and I might tell them, listen, we're going to go out for our first time looking. You're probably not going to find the best house, right? but at least it gets us closer to seeing what's out there, learning what the value is, and it's a step in the process to finding their perfect house. So in our class, we talk about emo financially, you know, emotionally, physically, and financially ready to buy a house. And sometimes I think, you know, the financial part is only, even though my background was on the real estate side and on the mortgage side, sometimes I think, you know, people forget just because you're qualified to buy a million dollar house financially doesn't mean you're mentally there. There's a lot of people that just can't get their arms around, you know, buying a place at that price point. So how do you, how do you walk the buyer through, like, you know, when, on the, when I was on the real estate side, and I'm a recovering realtor, is what I like to say, um, we, would, we would start you at X, and then we would start going up the ladder and say, here's all the things you asked me for, and in order to do that, it cost X. And we would joke about it and say, you're asking me for champagne on a Budweiser budget. How often do you see that? How often do you have to reel them back in? That's a good question. So it's really, I don't know right up front. It's just talking very patiently with the clients. Hey, listen, this is what you can expect for down payment, closing costs, insurance, flood insurance, and just trying to make sure that they understand that, listen, this is not going to be such an easy process. I kind of just explained to them, we're going to figure it out one step at a time so they don't get overwhelmed because it's a lot to take in right off the bat. So I just are they all the same? No. Not at all. Everybody's sometimes talking about all the costs people are after the day, after showing your house, they might just say, oh, throw in the towel, they can't handle it. Because right. it is a, it's an all-in process. You've got to really want the house and be ready for the journey because it's not easy. I try to just tell them, this is not going to be a perfect process buying a house, but I'll walk you through it and we're going to work through it together. So it's like a relationship. So what happens is, 
explain to me if two people walk into your office, they're obviously two different people. What from your you know, from your from what you see on the outside looking in would be the perfect buyer? Like which one of those buyers would make you make you like say, Oh my god, I'm gonna work with that one first? If I sit with those two buyers and buyer number one has already spoke to a lender, is already qualified, knows what they want and is trying to get in the house within thirty to ninety days, then they're absolutely ready to we're ready they're ready to pull ready to go. If buyer number two says Hey, I'm just kind of starting the process. I really want to know all the details. I'm going to sit down with you and tell you everything, but we're not maybe ready to go out that day. I want to kind of get them tuned up to know what the steps are going to be and maybe tell them, hey, listen, I'm going to consistently start sending you houses and get qualified and really know where you want to be and think about when you want to make your move, and I'm going to guide you along that process. How many of the people that come in your office, like, you know, Percentage-wise, or do you actually say, you know what, I can't help you right now? Well, You're just not there yet. So there's there's probably 10, 20 percent of people that don't have any idea and they just in the perfect world would love to buy a house. I kind of just talk to them whether or not it's a person who says I'm ready, and then we check the credit. A lender tells me their just credit's not ready, and I might get them on a process with a mortgage person to help right. build their credit, and they might come back to me in a year and say, all right, awesome, now I'm ready to buy because I have better credit and I can afford something. And feel real excited about buying the house. So, um, so we get the person comes in. We now have we do a little discovery, if you will, like a triage as a doctor. You know, and I'd be honest, like when I was a realtor, at some point, the joke was if you didn't have a check in your teeth and you were ready to go, I wasn't working with you. And people say, "Oh my God, that's crass," but the reality is, you're not doing them a service if you're not honest with them. Right, and if you're yeah. if you're shopping with them and you're bringing them to a property and they're going, ah, oh, you know, we're going to think about it, especially in this economy in this market where there's a limited amount of inventory, how much time do you think they have to realistically think about putting an offer in on the house that when you showed up on a Sunday and there was 40 people at the open house, like, do you think they got until the following week to make that decision? So that's something that we I discuss with buyers when we're out looking at houses. I say, listen, you got to let me know if you're in the position where you're ready to pull, pull the trigger. Because while you're sleeping on the thinking about the house, someone else is buying the house. So yep. it just depends on if you're ready to go. And I don't like to push people to say you got to make an offer right now. I just tell them the right. the likelihood is listen, the reality this might not be around in the next couple of days. But if it's okay, if you're okay losing the house, then it's not meant to be. Then we'll find something else. Yeah, you know, I, I, it reminds me of the the buyer's prequal script, and I would and it was my script, not of the realtor prequal, not the mortgage guy. And I always say to people, I'd say, hey, Todd, you know, if I find you what you're looking for in the next 30 days, are you ready to make the buying decision? And if you hiccuped or even went, um, the hum, the, I would go back again and ask you about your motivation. And every once in a while, somebody, like I had a guy once, and I, I never forget it. I always kind of use it as the example is, I said to the guy, I go, so where are you going to get the money to put down on the house? She said, you're putting down 40%. That's a lot of money. And you're still in college. He goes, well, you know, my grandma. I go, did she pass? Is she still with us? Well, you know, she's going to give me a, um, some money when she passes away. She already told me. I go, okay, great. How old's grandma? She's like 72. I go, you know, how's she doing? She's doing pretty good. You know, she teaches aerobics four days a week. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you're not getting it. You know, like, grandma's going to be here for a long time before, yeah. you know, when we start. So how far out is the right timeline if that person says, yes, I am ready, 
um, and I'm, I'm qualified, I'm ready to go, I have all my ducks in a row, and now I come into Todd's office, how far out, how far out are you going to look with them for before you say, hey, you know what, let me just send you a bunch of stuff? Before you say, let's set an appointment to go look at houses and put them in the car. Ideally, if they're ready to do something in the next two to three months. Okay. But I mean, I can't sit here and tell you how many times I don't. I can say that I want to do that, but it's not the truth. Never I mean, I have a lot of clients <laughs> over 22 years. So many times I've taken people out, spent hours with them the first time meeting with them, and they might disappear. But that's just part of the business, and maybe I should have done a better job, kind of just doing more. Up front of discovery time and discovery, but it's just I want to just meet the people and we're going to go out and look and and they and most of the times I bond with them and whether or not they're not ready they're going to come back in, in a year or two or five years and then they're going to say you know what that guy he's really <laughs> he nice he helped me he wasn't pressured but he was willing to take the time with us instead of just saying sorry you can't get my car so everybody works differently so you're um, we we've you know we figured out okay we're ready to go and. How do you, um, I, you know, two things came to mind when you were talking is we just came through a um, COVID, if you will, and where people were buying things on, off the shelf. Um, over the years, you work in a resort market where it's like a secondary market where it's you're usually a vacation home. Um, how much of, well, let me ask you this, how much of your market is primary versus second home? I'd say we're 20 to 25% year-round primary okay. residence. So 75% second home. How many of those buyers are actually buying sight unseen or doing it almost over the phone and coming in just to write a check the first time? Very few. Very, very few. few. I'd actually, honestly, I'd probably prefer the person who oh, yeah. sees, feels, and touches the house. I just had someone, I want to take a summer rental. I have to have this rental. Then they come into town. I want out of the rental. Right. It's just, a hard show. Yeah, or there's so much work that goes in this business. If it's renting and selling, it's just I'd rather make sure that I don't waste people's time and come see the property. I know everybody's busy, but just really see it. If it's a rental or sale, come do it in yeah. person. So how do we set them? How do we, you know, how does a, how do either you as the professional or even the the borrower themselves or the buyer themselves set them up for set realistic expectations, realistic goals? Like what kind of resources can they use to go, oh, wow, you know, like after finding out that our budget is really five grand a month, where can they go look like on different websites and stuff like that to start to get an idea of, you know, dialing himself in versus, you know, you go into you and all of a sudden I'm saying, and saying, I want to buy a million dollar house. And you're going, well, according to what I see, you're only, only a four to five hundred thousand dollar house. And that takes us from four bedrooms to two <laughs> or one. Yeah. So, I mean, if a client finds that out, of course, it's it's kind of a realistic shock. It's just I kind of say to them, okay, do you want to do your own searching on realtor.com? Right. Yeah, yeah, wherever you want to go, or do you want me to send you? I'm going to send you houses that are in your price range, that bedrooms, and they're going to come to you routinely. And you let me know if anything piques your interest, or else you just have to tell me how I can help you. I want to just touch on that. And um, you know, people people use various websites, Zillow's, the Trulia's, the Realtor.com, all those different things. What a lot of them don't realize is that you, as the real estate professional, on the back end. Can actually dial in their search almost like to the to the T, yeah. so they only see the properties they want to look at. And I mean, the reason why it's you know, I've worked with about two thousand buyers, sellers, whatever over the twenty years, twenty five years, and I can tell you like the most overwhelming thing was always the same was that most 
buyers. The reason why they didn't make a decision to buy was they were too overwhelmed mm -hmm. with the constant information. So it sounds like if we go to a professional like you, we can channel that, dial it down a little bit, figure out, and then that way they can only look at what they really can afford to buy, or they really, even though they can afford it, they may not be financially or emotionally attached to it enough. So if we take all three of those things, you're going to help them dial in what, you know, what are those criteria. And we talked about this once before, and I said, hey, you know, like you specialize in this community, um, you, at least you started your career specializing in, in vertical condos. Mm -hmm. And I said to you at some point, I go, hey, Todd, you know, I want a place that faces the beach. I want a parking spot. I, I, I want an indoor parking spot, and I have a dog that's over 80 pounds. And you said out of the 15 buildings, how many of those fit that criteria? I probably have two to three high-rises. Right. So instead of looking at all, all, all high-rises and all the condos every day, I'm only going to look at three buildings that Todd is sending me the units in that I know fit my criteria. That's exactly right. Yeah. Right. So that sounds like better use of time, in my opinion. <laughs> and plus, also, some buyers have a personality, which I probably would do the same thing. They start searching endlessly, and they might find properties that they think are going to come to the market that might be a pre-foreclosure, or they might look on Zillow. So I try to just kind of gauge with them what their personality is and try to help them so it's as simple as possible without getting overwhelmed. So if you guys haven't figured it out, um, first of all, by uh, public speaking, getting married, getting divorced, having a child, and I think Todd's gone through a bunch of those recently, um, are the most stressful things on the planet. The next closest thing is buying a house. Yeah, yeah. And what you're talking about is making it as stressless as possible, which is a gift, in my opinion. That you know, there's, there's only a handful of people that can, because really, you're really talking about the analytical side of emotion, mm -hmm. and then you're talking about the emotional side. Usually, like they don't go together. They're like oil and water in most cases. Um, you know, I want to bring this to closure and wrap this up. Um, you know, first of all, we really appreciate it. You know, Todd is one of our preferred, you know, one of our preferred realty coaches. He is the go-to guy as far as we're concerned in the resort markets. Um, you work with Berkshire Hathaway, Fox Roche. I, I know for a fact, you know, Berkshire Hathaway, by the way, is owned by Warren Buffett. So you guys are nationwide, um, worldwide for that matter. If I was to sell my house or buy a house here and I wanted to go to, Kentucky or Hawaii, you have yeah. resources for we that. You can refer you to a top agent in that community. Right. And I want to emphasize what he just said. The top agent, not just not just Tom Jones's brother-in-law or sister-in-law, it's the top agent in that community. Um, and what is the difference between the top agent and maybe somebody who had a relationship with somebody? It's execution, speed, what else? I just want to make sure they know the market yep. and they could really be able to help the customer that I'm sending them make sure they're in good hands and that they're going to get good service. So how does that translate to consumers is, you know, knows the market, can do it quickly and effectively. By the way, what that it translates to is price, getting a better price, getting better execution, and having a better experience all the way along the way. So I really appreciate it. Hey, by the way, um, where do we, um, where does somebody get in touch with you or how do they get in touch with you? Um, so you can find me several ways. My email is Todd dot ac realtor at gmail.com my instagram is todd gordon realtor my facebook is todd gordon of the hartman home team and i even have tiktok it's todd gordon real estate no spaces <laughs> so tiktok awesome and you know what um by the way todd is going to be in our uh in the realty app uh realty coach app you're going to be able to get to him 
if you want to see the whole episode that we just did, you're going to actually reach in. You're going to go into the app. Just download the app for free. Um, also, if you, you know, top, what's the best phone number for them to reach you guys at? My cell, you can hit me anytime, 609-553-5098. And we are, in the world, we are in the world of texting, so take a text. Yeah. By the way, it's it's Monday morning, but you worked, I'm assuming you worked yesterday. Believe it or not, I took yesterday off. Oh my God. I was a little upset because I did have to accompany two showings and another showing. So I was off, but I still worked a little bit. You still worked. And then, yeah. So um, resort markets are a little bit different. They take different times off. Um, But it's, you know, it's another great day in the area. We do appreciate you having an awesome day. And everybody, if you got questions or whatever you're looking for to find out more about the resort markets, give Todd a shout. I'm sure it can help you no matter where you are. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much.